Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Graced Up Co podcast. I hope you all are doing fine today. Wow, today is Good Friday. Are you feeling the Good Friday Easter energy? I'm just chilling at home, doing nothing. I hope you all are doing fine. Uh, welcome back to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about something very interesting i don't know if you listen to the last episode it was a bonus episode i was just ranting for like 15 minutes if you listen to that episode you remember that i mentioned that i was going to be sharing something today so i'll just dive straight into what i'll be sharing today it's going to be a very lengthy conversation and i just pray that just like this conversation we're going to have, how it blessed me, I pray that it also blesses you and it helps you go through whatever it is, the challenge or situation that you might be experiencing at the moment. So I titled today's episode, Silence the Noise. And as I go, go through the episode, I'm sure you understand why I chose that title. And this episode was birthed from a conversation I was having with my husband last week. And I, I, if, I, if I want to remember clearly, I think we were talking about the chaos happening in the world, in the country where we live. And I was just like ranting to him how I was just tired of how everything was going. And while we were talking, he said something. He said that you won't enter into the peace of God if you focus on the things happening in the world. I'm going to say that again. You won't enter into the peace of God if you focus on the things happening in the world. And when he said that, I was like, wow, you're preaching. I had to quickly open my phone and start writing. And later on, I was just reminiscing. Is that the word? I was just thinking about what he said. And the story of Jesus Christ and his disciples immediately dropped in my heart. And that's like, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to quickly read that passage. Um, I want to believe it's in Matthew chapter 14. Let me quickly open it up. Give me a moment. Yeah. Matthew chapter 14 from verse 22 to 32. I'll quickly read it. I'm reading in the NLT version. Um, from verse 22. Immediately after immediately after this. Now, I, don't, I, I didn't go back to check what this was, but... I want to believe that um, they probably just had like a ministerial outreach or something. But let me, okay. The, this is talking about was Jesus Christ feeding the 5,000. Okay. So that gives us context. So immediately after that experience of Jesus Christ feeding the 10,000, the 5,000 rather, if you know the story, um, how Jesus Christ used five loaves of bread and two fishes to feed 5,000 people. And then there was surplus of 12 baskets of leftover. So immediately after that, that was like a very huge encounter, right, of Jesus Christ providing for that amount of people with just limited resources. Immediately after that happened, Jesus Christ insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross over to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hill by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. 
About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them, walking on the water. While the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, This is a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if, it is, if it's really you, tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? Then verse 32. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples worshipped him. You are, the, you are really the son of God, they exclaimed. Wow. There are so many lessons to learn from this couple of verses that I just read. And I'll just try to break them down into different parts. Um, just how the Holy Spirit broke them down to me and I'll share with you guys so the first part that is really intriguing in this um, these verses that we read was Jesus Christ and his devotion to quiet time now if you remember the verses we just read they just had a crusade sort of where Jesus Christ had to um, had to perform a miracle of provision using five loaves and two fishes to feed 5,000 people. And after feeding them, there was surplus remaining. So I'm sure Jesus Christ would have been ex exhausted, the virtue that had gone out of him. And his response was going to pray. He sent out his disciples, told them, you can go along. I want to spend time to pray. It seemed like I want to spend time to refill my, 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 my vessel. If you're familiar with the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you understand how busy Jesus Christ's ministry, plus his brief stay on earth, you understand how busy that, um, that period was. From crusades where he had to teach multitudes for hours, to healing and deliverance outreaches, to interrogation by the religious leaders, to taking time out to teach his disciples. But in all of these events and all of this things that were in his shadow, Jesus Christ always found time. He always found time. Scattered throughout the gospel, we see different times that Jesus Christ excused himself and went to a quiet place to pray. It seemed like he had to exemplify this, con this concept of silencing the noise to his disciples. And his disciples then, that's the, the, the Peter, John, the 12 disciples, and just by reading his story, he, he's showing us an example of how this concept of silencing the noise can also work for us now. We'll go through some, I'll just briefly read through some verses um, that stated how Jesus Christ took out time to go and pray. In Luke chapter 6 verse 12, it says, One day, soon afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain to pray, and he prayed to God all night. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Even when he knew it was close to his death, in Matthew chapter 26, verse 36, then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane 
And he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. Lastly, in Luke chapter 9, verse 18, one day Jesus Christ left the crowds to pray alone. From these verses, we can see different expressions that looked like noise, in quotes, that looked like things Jesus Christ had to excuse himself from to go and pray. Now, noise sometimes might not be a bad, toxic situation. Sometimes noise can disguise as really good things. In Jesus' case, it was disguised as ministry. He, ha he left the crowd. He left his followers. He left his disciples. He left his assignment, in quotes, to pray. He silenced the noise even before there was noise. We saw in one of the verses where he said, before daybreak the next morning, he had gotten up and went to an isolated place to pray. So even before tackling his day and all the events that he knew he had to engage in in the day and all the noise that he knew that he would have to engage in in the day, before that, he had gone into a, into a secluded place, into an isolated place, into a quiet place to pray. It seemed like he was silencing the noise even before the noise. For you, noise can be disguised in your work, in your, the business responsibilities you have, trying to meet a deadline, um, trying to be a, a, a good parent. All of those things are amazing. In themselves, they are not bad. But they can become noise or they can become things that fuel the noise. Looking at Jesus again as an example, he took time daily to silence the noise, even before the noise started. In the key verse that I, I read earlier in Matthew chapter 14, we see again that Jesus Christ left his disciples and he went to pray. And it was from that place of prayer that he sensed the danger, the storm, the noise that his disciples were experiencing. And then he showed up just in time to help them silence the noise. I want to paint a scenario. And I don't know if any of you have experienced this before. Have you experienced a, a situation where you spend quality time at the start of the day? You spend quality time praying, worshipping, and just soaking yourself in God's word. And then when you go out to do your daily um, duties, you experience some challenges. But surprisingly, those challenges do not bother you. Challenges that on a normal day will literally rip you apart. On that particular day, it seemed like you had some sort of bulletproof on, or in this case, let's say noise proof on, such that the challenge hits you, but it did not penetrate. If you have experienced that, you can, you can um, send a message or a comment on our social media. But I have experienced that a couple of times. And it makes me understand why Jesus Christ was so focused on his, his journey here on earth. It, it makes me understand why he was not yielding to temptation. It makes me understand why he was able to fulfill God's plan for him at, short, at such a short period of time, regardless of the, the challenges that he experienced. He understood the, the importance of silencing the noise even before the noise starts. It seemed like he was preparing for a battle before the war started. And we, in today's world, we also need to understand that. We also need to understand and just take a clue from Jesus Christ's experience and see how he was always, always taking out time to soak himself in God's word. It seemed like he was equipping himself with the right tools to silence the noise, the noise in, 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 in form of whatever challenge that he was going to be facing every day. It was like a daily thing he was doing 
So it's something that we have to consciously, consistently do every time. Taking an example, again, from Jesus Christ. Now, that's the first part of, of this passage that I want to talk about. Jesus Christ and his devotion to his quiet time. Now, the second part I want to talk about is how Peter was stuck in the noise. Now, to be very honest, eh, there are days when we are like we are stuck like Peter. Yes, it's amazing to have your quiet time, worship, and all of those things. It's amazing to have that as a very good habit. It's a very good habit to always spend time at the beginning of the day just soaking yourself in God's word. But there are days when we are stuck in this noise like Peter. Yes, we understand that we need to silence the noise. But there are some times where we are stuck in the noise. As a matter of fact, the noise is even louder than anything else. We know God's promises. We know that he has great plans for us. But somehow, we cannot hear anything else but the noise. If you listen to the last episode, like I said earlier, you will understand how when I was ranting for 15 minutes, you understand how what my experience was like being stuck in the noise. Now, let's break down Peter's predicament for a moment. The disciples were stuck in the storm, and they were probably saying their last prayer. Then they remembered that, oh, the last time we were stuck in the storm, Jesus Christ was here with us, and he was just sleeping peacefully. But somehow, we woke him up, and he miraculously saved us. And they were probably wishing that Jesus Christ was in the boat with them, like, ah, why didn't Jesus Christ follow us? Why did Jesus Christ leave us to experience this thing alone? To make matters worse, they see someone that looked like a ghost. And it amplifies their fear. Let me bring it home. In the thick of our, our challenges, when we are in the midst of problems and challenges and situations, and we are wondering, can is there a way out of, of this problem? In the thick of, that cha- of those challenges, we can sometimes begin to have a distorted image of who God is. Imagine that they could not recognize Jesus. These this, this are people that stay with Jesus Christ every day. And all of a sudden, they could, not, they could not recognize him. And they thought he was a ghost. When we are stuck in the noise, we can start to question God's love for us. We can start to question God's ability to provide for us. We can start to question God's ability to deliver us from whatever the challenge we are facing. All of a sudden, a loving father that we know, we, we sing, you're a good, good father. All of a sudden, that good father, as we know him, begins to look like a ghost. But in the midst of all of those things, Jesus Christ spoke and told them, don't be afraid. It's me. I'm here to help you. Again, doubt and fear kicks in. And Peter replies and says, if it's truly you, ask me to walk on the water. I just want to stop here and just and just and just scream or and just pray in the spirit because that statement that that Peter made that statement Peter made if it is you ask me to walk on water that statement is like the first step to getting unstuck from the noise and the prayer I would pray here is God I know the word is messy I know that the noise can get so loud and trap me in it but regardless of how stuck i am regardless of how stuck we are lord give us the courage even if that courage is laced with faithlessness even if that courage is filled with fear give us the courage 
to say this, this very short prayer. If it's truly you, Lord, ask me to walk on the water. And, and of course, Jesus Christ responded. He said, come, walk on water. And for the first time in human existence, Peter defied silence. Peter, de Peter defied science for the first time in human existence, and he walked on water. Now, um, I've, I've, I've spoken about Jesus Christ um, and his devotion to quiet time, and then I've spoken about Peter stuck in the noise and how, no matter how, devoted we are to um spending time quality time with god at the beginning of the day how sometimes we can get stuck there are some days that the noise the challenges seem so loud and it just traps us in it now the final thing i'll be talking about is what are you looking at if you go back to the text that we, we, we read, the, the key text for today's episode, we see that as long as Peter was looking at Jesus, as long as he was walking towards Jesus, he was fine. But the moment he looked away, the moment he looked at the strong winds, the strong waves, he began to sink and get stuck in the noise again. And thankfully, he cried out for help. He cried out for help and Jesus rescued him. And Jesus asked a question, why did you doubt me? That question is very valid. It's a very valid question that we need to ask ourselves. Because I don't know if you have experienced um, a situation where you, over, where you experience a victory or you experience a deliverance from a crazy situation or divine provision or whatever it was. If you guys remember in um, what episode I shared about when I was struggling my first couple of weeks into motherhood, I was struggling because I was not lactating and I was just worried, like, if I'm not lactating, what will my baby eat? Am I going to start giving her formula? Formula is expensive. And God was like, why are you worrying about what you feed your child? Like, I can, I'm the one that's going to provide for your daughter. I can decide to provide through your milk or I can decide to provide through formula. But I'm going to provide for your child. And now I'm looking back. My, my daughter is going to be seven months this month. And I'm looking back and I'm asking myself, why did I doubt God in the first place? Why was I worried? Why was I worried? Because now, like, she's super healthy. She's fine. God has provided for everything that she needed, needs. Like, we have surplus of everything that she needs. And I'm asking myself, why was I worried? Why did I ever doubt God? That's a very valid question that we need to ask ourselves. But most times we ask ourselves that question when we have come to the end of the challenge, when we have experienced victory, and then we ask, oh, if I knew, looking back, I won't have doubted God. But all of this I've said brings me back to the conversation with my husband that birthed this episode. You won't enter into the peace of God if you focus on the things happening in the world. You won't enter into the peace of God if you focus on the things happening in your life, if you focus on the things happening in your workspace, if you focus on the things that are not going well in your business, in your family, in your health, whatever it is. You won't enter into the peace of God 
if you focus on the things that are happening around you, if you focus on the noise, there is a lot happening. The noise is loud. It's very loud. And the truth is, it will get louder because sometimes we just want to pray and say, God, why don't you take away all these things happening in the world? Why don't you take away all of this calamity happening every day? You're hearing one news or the other. The reality is things will get worse because even Jesus Christ said it. In the last days, like there are going to be terrible things happening. Things will get worse. So us focusing on the noise is like just getting trapped and trapped and trapped and trapped into something that we have no power over because the noise will keep getting louder. But instead, like Jesus, we need to take deliberate steps every day to silence the noise even before we are faced with the noise like we need to prepare we need to we need to we need to look at our life every day as we wake up today is another battleground today is another day where the devil can throw different challenges at you so what do i do to prepare myself for whatever it is that the devil has has planned to test my faith today what do i need to do to prepare myself we have a very perfect example from jesus christ he took time went into a secluded place to refill his 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 vessel before starting the day but then there are days when we get stuck like peter and the noise is so loud in those days, I pray that God gives us the courage and strength, just like Peter, to cry out for help. I experienced mine a couple of days ago where I was just done. I was fed up. But I had to take out time and say, God, this is exactly how I'm feeling. This is exactly what is happening. I don't know what to do. I need your help. And God is faithful. God is faithful. Each time we reach out, each time we cry out, he's always faithful to send us help. So I, as I wrap up um, this episode, I just pray that God gives us grace, God gives us strength, God gives us the courage as we experience whatever it is that we're currently experiencing. I pray that God gives us the strength to take it one day at a time to always remember that god is working in us god is working through us he's doing a great job in our lives he's molding us he's transforming us through the different experiences that we go through he has a plan ahead he has something is what he has an end goal he's working in us molding our desires molding our character using the situations we experience to mold us. The goal is for us to be just like him at the end of the day. And I pray that regardless of whatever it is that we're experiencing, I pray that God in his faithfulness and in his kindness meets us just at the point of our needs. And just like Peter pulls us out of whatever it is that we are stuck in, and just helps us to come out on the other side. 
in Jesus' name. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode today. I hope that everything I've shared um, acts as a sort of encouragement. This really has been very encouraging for me, like just going through this study and going through uh, everything that the Holy Spirit dropped in my, in my spirit, everything that the Holy Spirit explained to me and just bringing it back home to my life and to whatever it is i'm experiencing now and i pray that it does the same and even more for you as you have listened i pray that the holy spirit meets you just where you are and ministers to you gives you the strength gives you the insight gives you the instruction everything that you need to go through whatever phase of life that you currently are thank you guys once again for always tuning in I would see you in our next episode next week Friday. Bye.